Welcome back to the Trade Portal, a C2C trade show. I am your host and gatekeeper, Todd Foster. You can find me at Twitter at FF underscore banterman. Uh, you can also find the show at C2C Trade Portal. Uh, please follow us both. We've been loving the support, we've been loving the feedback, we've been loving the banter. So uh, if you don't, if you've ever been to like listen to the show, the show is just about trading between your C2C leagues. Moving campus assets for Canton assets, vice versa. It's a very ambiguous thing. So, you know, let's dive into it. So in today's show, I'm going to give you guys about five guys, five guys. Whoop, there's my hand. Five guys that I absolutely love targeting in trades right now. So let's get into it. But first, before we get into it, I guess we should probably explain how I determine my favorite trade targets. So. My personal rankings are a work in progress. I work on them every day. Um, it's something that I don't share with the public because I'm not really feeling it's complete yet. Um, I love doing rankings for myself anyways, so it's fun not putting pressure on the process and just making it fun for myself. So I use the Devi Royale uh, combined consensus position rankings a lot. I'm really good friends with Kevin Coleman, though I tend to agree with Christian a little bit more on his rankings. Sorry, Kevin, this is what it is. But I highly recommend subscribing to them over at their Patreon. Great guys, outstanding work, tons of contrast, tons of contrast, tons of content that they have to share with you. So um, I also use results from two of my most recent startups to kind of determine like where I'm feeling about certain guys. Um, so the focus on this podcast is buying low for NFL potential for this episode. I feel like each guy that I'm targeting um, I do think that every guy that I'm talking about has a nice campus production, that CFF production you're going to get in that campus league to compete. But I also think that where they're going in drafts versus what I think their NFL potential is, I think they're a phenomenal value. So if guys are going later in startups, that means that people aren't valuing them the same, and that makes them great trade targets. So that's why ADP matters in trades. So, yeah, every player on this, I believe, is at least – day two potential when it comes to the NFL draft. And a couple of them have like first round potential with some day and the day twos are more of the floors. And we'll get into each guy and where I feel about that later on. But, um, and I also attempted to kind of figure out some early projections on like where their rookie value might be right now versus like where it could go. I tried to find a Canton asset equivalent, like a player, like a high and a low. And I tried to stay within that player's position. So, um, Without further ado, let's get into it. All right. First guy up, Will Shipley, running back, Clemson, 5'11", 205 pounds. So right now in my campus rankings, he would be my RB5 or 6. I have him and uh, Braylon and, uh, Allen are two guys that I flip-flop all the time. I think I'm higher on Shipley for the receiving end, but I also think Allen's the better natural runner. Uh, for my Dynasty Now ranking, which is what I'm calling my combined rankings, um, he's actually my RB22. So he cracks into that RB2 range already before he's even a rookie. So I'm a huge Will Shipley fan, have been. He's like one of my first guys that I absolutely love targeting when I got into this. So um, why do I think you should be targeting Shipley? Because I also think, one, we're looking at way too much Clemson bias right now. I think Clemson has been just absolutely just beaten down. Yes, I know last year was so bad, but you know what? Shipley wasn't. Shipley's been productive. 
He's going to have three great years of production by the time he goes in the draft. He's had, he's been good since he was a true freshman. The dude is fast. He's a three down back, extremely versatile. The NFL is going to love this kid's versatility. All right. And most importantly, let's get past this Clemson hate. Garrett Riley is here. The guy just brought TCU to a national championship. All right. Now his talent is a whole nother level with Williams, Klubnik, uh, Kubernick, my bad, uh, Shipley. So many great players that they have to work with. So I really see the Clemson taking a step in the right direction. And I actually think Shipley is easily a day two, probably second round draft pick when it's all said and done. And I don't think the community is really there with it. Um, I'm seeing him going in third, even fourth rounds in startups. And I feel like he's at least a mid second. So absolutely like a whole round or two too late for me is a great trade target. So go out and just find out what like Shipley would be costing in your leagues. So right now I'm looking at him as probably like a late first, early second round pick um, for the 2022 in terms of um, trade value. His high-end sell value, I would say, is a J.K. Dobbins. Um, I wouldn't give up J.K. Dobbins for Shipley, uh, but I know other people that would. So, you know, I would say the community is pretty split on him. So the lower end to him is A.J. Dillon. That's a big gap. That is a, there's a lot of players in between those guys. So there's a lot of wiggle room to be able to put a player out there that you can use to get Will Shipley. And I think Will Shipley is a guy that you're going to love having in your dynasty rosters. All right. Next, Michael Penix Jr., quarterback, Washington, six foot three, 214 pounds. He is my QB 12 on the campus side for my dynasty now rankings for QB. He's the QB 36. Um, so why do I think you should be targeting him? First of all, he's a campus beast. If he doesn't have the NFL potential that I think he's going to, you're still getting a phenomenal campus quarterback and an offense that is going to continue to push the envelope to what it did last year. And if he continues to be as productive as he is, it, how could there not be a possible road to the first round with the kind of production that he's putting out? And, you know, his arm is just so freaking strong. But the biggest thing about him is efficiency is he's such an efficient passer too. Efficiency over the cannon, man. But he's got both. So I love this kid. And you're seeing a lot of unproven pieces ranked over Penix. Um, like Drew Aller, uh, Quinn Ewers. Like, these are guys that I do have them ranked over him, too. But I'm also saying that there's a road where that guy proves us all wrong for why were we putting these guys with their high-end potential when he's balling out in the Pac-12, right? So I think that there's absolutely a road to him getting at least day two capital, could get into that first-round conversation, Everyone loves to like push QBs up at that, you know? So then even if you don't even like him as a first round pick, he holds that trade value with that pick. Like, dra tra like draft capital speaks to trades. So where do I see his, uh, his Canton trade equivalents right now? I see him as probably like an early mid second round pick right now, given the QB and the potential with that. Uh, on the high end, you're looking at him at like the value of like a Will Levis. 
Um, I think that, you know, Will Levis is somebody that we're all expecting to eventually take that job. I don't really know if that's true. I'm not a huge Levis guy myself, but the value is there. And on the low end, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is probably like the like the floor QB2, like the IDU QB3 that you want in your dynasty rosters. And I feel like that's actually a pretty solid value for a guy that you're looking at as like QB12 in campus. So I really do think that he is a phenomenal value to go out acquire him and see what develops because there's a very good chance that he's going to be able to really push his, push the envelope and what his draft capital could be uh, coming to next season. So this is probably my favorite target right now. Uh, it's Jacob Cowing. Uh, the report card for him would be he's a wide receiver at Arizona, 5'11", 175 pounds. He is my positional rank wide receiver 19. I think Christian Williams over on uh, Debbie Royale had him as like wide receiver five or six, which I was like, that's dirty and I love it. I just can't do it, <laughs> you know, um, but he's right now for Dynasty now. Overall, he's my wide receiver 56. Um, so he's not he's not he's barely cracking that top like top like wide like bottom of the wide five rank rankings right now so why do i think you should be targeting because the guy could be in the nfl right now he would have got drafted if he went into the draft right now would have probably been a day three pick um kid transferred balled out at the pack 12 if he puts up another thousand yard year and continues to be the yak monster that he is. I mean, you see him on a lot of screens, but he makes plays once he gets the balls in his hands, right? That this is the kind of kid that the NFL will love. He's got that modern mold in that slot where the speed kills that quickness, that, you know, that guy that you want to be able to stretch the field and like just make things like make things happen with his legs behind the line. He is going to be an excellent asset in the NFL, in my opinion. So I also think you're looking at elite production in the Big 12. So for me, I think that this kid is really looked at as like a campus beast with a low Devi kind of like upside. Like I, that's when I think about like C2C. When I talk about Devi upside, it's whether this kid can perform on the Canton side where people are just looking at him as a campus player. I think he's absolutely a pro player. And I think that he would be a phenomenal slot and a phenomenal fit in a lot of teams. So definitely a kid that I'm excited about targeting. So in terms of Canton trade equivalents right now, I'd say that he's like a late second, early third value in trades right now. And I think that he could very greatly outperform that. Um, on the high end, you're looking at moving like a Juju for him. And remember, Juju's got wide receiver one potential uh, on his own team right now. And then Darnell Mooney would be on the low side. So, and I would say he could probably go cheaper than that. So it really depends on who has him in your league and how well they know him, how much they believe in him, what their team, uh, what their roster construction looks like in terms of campus. He's a guy that I feel like um, having like a mid-major uh, wide receiver paired with like another piece so that you can replace that campus output somehow for him is a great move because that that guy's going to say like, I need this guy for my campus site. So you're going to need to give some campus production back probably to get this guy off somebody's team and giving like a low end, like NFL piece possibly back or some track draft capital with it. You're not going to regret it. 
Like this kid, I really think is a special athlete. I think that he's totally going to tear it up this year. And I think that you're looking at a kid who's going to have day two capital next year. All right. Next, Jace McLennan. So running back, Bama, 5'11", 212 pounds. He is currently my campus running back 13 in my Dynasty Now rankings. He is my RB50. So why do I think you should be targeting this kid? Because he's probably the cheapest I've ever seen a starting running back in Bama in my life. The two guys behind him in Hayes and uh, Jam Miller, those guys are getting drafted higher than him in a lot of in a lot of drafts. Which I like both those guys. Like I I love all three of those Bama backs, but this is the guy that's looking to be has the opportunity to start with that job and run away with it. And he's got the versatility to keep it. You know, I mean, I, I personally like Jam as a runner more, but at the end of the day, I'm not Nick Saban. I'm not the one giving him the keys. He's giving Jace the keys. So he's not valued at what a typical Bama starting running back would be. So why wouldn't we be targeting him? Like this kid has the opportunity and the skill set to run away with that job. So absolutely a phenomenal target. Um, I see him as a late second, early third right now. Uh, on the high end for buying, you probably have to move maybe James Conner or uh, on the low end on and uh, Tyler Algier. So to me, I love this kid. I think that his value and his cost versus like what his production could be just could be through the roof. If you're if you're this is a great running back to target right now. So between him and Shipley, these are two phenomenal running backs that I love at the next level. All right. Now, diving in a little deeper right now, uh, Jalen Conyers, uh, tight end, Arizona State, six foot 11, excuse me, six foot 11. That'd be crazy. Six foot four, 265 pounds. So he is my positional tight end five. In my dynasty right now, in my, in my dynasty now rankings, he's my tight end 26. So why do I think you should be targeting this kid? He's big. He's dynamic. He's a freak athlete. He's got the yak ability behind him, and I believe this kid is going to be a better pro than he was a college player, all right? And I do see that day two potential creeping up with a career year this year, and he was already very good last year. So this is a kid where we're looking at, you know, your Luke Musgraves. Um, that's on the tip of my tongue. Or Brenton Strange. Um, Sam Laporta. These are guys that were not on that second round radar until the end of this year. This is a kid that I feel like has a really good chance to be in that similar mold. Um, right now I'm looking at him as like a third round draft pick um, value. Pre could even be less, honestly, to me, I feel like that's probably on the high end for him uh, for the high end for cells for tight ends. Dawson Knox, who just got a rookie drafted over him, but I feel like he's just in that range. And then, like, on the low end, it's, like, Kate, Kate Auten plus for, like, uh, Conyers. And there's actually people that might be even lower on him because this is a kid who's not, like, a household name. Uh, it really depends on who's holding him and what they believe in him. But I love this kid. I think that at the next level, he's going to be a fantastic tight end. All right, and that's it. Uh, thanks for watching today. Uh, again, follow me at FF underscore Bancerman on Twitter. And follow the show at C2C Trade Portal. Next time, we're going to be doing a pick 'em.
It's going to be part two as we dive in to the elite freshman running backs and looking at Canton QBs that we compare them to in certain trades. All right. Happy trading.